Hey everybody, this is Erica. And this is Tina. And we are A92A. A92A stands for ages nine to adult. That's how long we've been on this journey together as friends. 92 is also our high school graduation year. And ages nine to adult is a nod to the board game life, which we rockified as kids in order to live out our rock and roll fantasies. Thank you everyone for tuning in with us yet again. Uh, Tina, we have a special guest today. Yes. We are on this episode welcoming the co-founder and co-admin of the super engaging Facebook page, Headbangers Ball. Please welcome our special guest, Rich Calm. Yay! Yay! Good afternoon, ladies and fellow headbangers throughout the world. How is everybody doing today? Yes, absolutely. We can't wait to dive in and talk about this Facebook page that you guys have created. And I know you created it with a number of other people as well. Do you want to give them a shout out before we get started? I would love to shout out. Let me just for once, one thing say they created it. They brought me in, but I will definitely give a shout out to my fellow admins. And there's only four of us that run this massive group. And and we really do a great job on it, I suppose. But I want to give a shout out to Chad, Hannah, and Lyle, my fellow co-admins. Without them, I wouldn't be doing this today. Thank you, guys. Sweet. Chad, Hannah, and Lyle. And, you know, if any of them ever want to join us on the podcast, they are more than welcome as well. Um, But we're going to get started with you, Rich, because, um, you know, we really have enjoyed following this Facebook page uh, and this group that you've created. You've got, like, 130,000 members. Clearly, there's some interest where Headbangers Ball is concerned. And Obviously, you're a lifelong fan of what we lovingly refer to on the podcast as 80s metal. So let's start out with a recap of your favorite 80s metal bands. Who do you listen to? Who did you listen to? When I was Uh, growing up, I'm sorry to cut in front of you. No, go. When I was growing up, and probably to this day, my love is Van Halen and and Mm -hmm. David Lee Roth Van Halen. Nothing against Sammy Hagar, but that was me (laughs) growing up. I love Van Halen today. There's nothing that beats those six albums. I'm sorry. Mm, my yes. opinion, though. My opinion. So that's Van yeah. Halen is yeah certainly one of the super groups, and we talk about them every once in a while on the podcast. Um, and and I would agree. I I love the David the the David Lee Roth version of Van Halen. Yeah, I sort of kind of refuse to acknowledge the Sammy Hagar version. I for me, it just feels like a totally separate band from right. The soccer moms <laughs> love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They did. They did. Not against it, because I love a lot of those songs, too. I just was listening to 5150 the other day. That's a fabulous album. Nothing wrong yeah. with it. It rocks. But other bands, obviously, Iron Maiden, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, you know, all the basic bands that we all listen to and still listen to. Yeah. Um, I, just, I just read that 5150 is celebrating its 37th anniversary. Just read that. It is. It's amazing, isn't it? Holy mm-hmm. cow. And so we're getting old. We're all getting old. And it's the sad part of that whole thing is lots of them are passing away. And that's the end of an era right there, you know? And it's so sad. So sad. Well, that's that's why you got to get out and see those live shows, right? Because I do. I do. I especially like going to the small clubs nowadays because trying to go to a a huge show is like expensive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I like the small shows. I love going to the little clubs and seeing the up and coming new bands, too. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. Offhand, I can't think of anybody offhand I I like a lot, but we're here to talk about Headbangers Ball. We're <laughs> well, so let's t- let's think back to Headbangers Ball back in the '80s. We were all watching it. Rich, describe like 
describe your experience watching it. What room of the house were you in? Did you have your like rituals while you were watching? Did you eat certain foods? Like, tell me about your Headbangers Ball experience way back in the day. I, I remember back in the day, we used to listen to a sh show called Metal Shop. It necessarily wasn't Headbangers Ball, but we'd all get together in my buddy's room. And we would just have a good time, party already, and listen to all the good tunes. I remember hearing Queen of the Reich debut way back then on a show called Metal Shop in our area. I don't remember the radio station, but now look at that song now. It's one of their staples, Queen wow. of the Reich. Uh, another favorite of ours back in the day was Burning Heart from Vandenberg. That was huge way back when it came out. I mean, not so much now, but that song was one of the kick-ass songs back on the radio back in the day. But um, I just watched it faithfully every week, like all of us. And anywhere in particular, wherever it was on, pretty right. much. You know, you just have a couple beers and whatever else you want to do and jam out. So you're a little older than us if you were drinking beer watching watching Headbangers Ball. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 58. I have you by 10 years. Well, I'll be 58. Okay, well, that makes sense then. That makes sense because Tina and I were in the basement eating like Mexican Velveeta. <laughs> you know, drinking Mountain Dew, probably. Yep. Yep. We were doing all the other wrong things. <laughs> you know? It's so amazing that shared experience, though, like getting together with friends to listen to music or watch music videos on TV. It's like we don't really do that. We go to shows, but, you know, we don't really like come over and listen to music with me. Like, it's such an amazing thing that we grew up doing. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. It's true. All we do is, hey, hey, you going to see Metallica this weekend or you going to see um, Rat? We don't, yeah. you're right. Don't sit there and listen to the show around a TV anymore, but times change. Yeah. yeah. Where we are now. Um, that's about it with that. Yeah. So tell me for a second, and I know you said they, you have other admins and founders that brought you in a little bit later in the process, but what prompted all of you to kind of first of all, create the Headbangers Ball Facebook group. And, and how did that come about? How did you get brought into the process? I mean, like I said, you have over 130,000 members. So obviously, this is a is a topic that people are interested in. How did it all start in the first place? For me? Yeah. Personally? Oh, I, yeah. I just, I don't, honestly, I've been trying to think about that question for the last couple of days, how I got involved with it. I just kept posting because I post a lot of stuff. And again, everybody laughs because I just, that's all I do is post songs, post songs, post songs. I guess Chad seen it and thought I was a good fit and asked me if I wanted to join. And I joined. And there's been a couple of times I just got overwhelmed with a lot of responses from people because you get a lot of negative crap towards you mm -hmm. and everything. And I've tried mm -hmm. to quit a couple of times, but they love my, they love what I do, whatever it is I do. So they kept bringing me back. So I'm still here and I love it. I can't, you know, I can't complain. They're great people. I've never met any of my admins, but we talk a lot. You know, we talk a lot about everything. So that's interesting. Um, you guys have never actually met or you didn't know each other first, that it really not was at all. Kind of like the bond. Um, Chad, I believe, is from Arkansas. Lyle, I believe, is from Kansas. And Hannah, the, she's the young girl of the group. She's college just got out of college or still attending college she's the she's the baby of the group and she knows a lot about music she's really good i i love hannah <laughs> that's so interesting that someone that young is into this music she knows her shit let me tell you she knows her shit she would be a good one to try to grab but she didn't have time to do it right now she said i asked each one of them but oh, she would well, love it yeah. you know it's 
No problem. Well, uh, we uh, we love talking to you. But I have a question for you because, and we talked a little bit about this before we started recording. Ricky Ragman is also now an admin for the group. So, how did you guys feel about Ricky being involved? I mean, obviously, he was one of the most well-known headbangers yeah. ball hosts, um, and yeah. so it's great that he's part of it, right? Yeah, he's the godfather of it all. He started this whole thing, and we love him. He's kind of a weird dude, though, because they talk to them more than I talk to him. He's, like, really spent out there somewhere sometimes. Half of the time, she forgets he even posted stuff on the page and then starts getting mad at everybody. It's like, you did this, not us, you know? But, <laughs> oh, my God, that's but hilarious. <laughs> I haven't personally talked to them. They have, you know, probably message chat. I haven't personally talked to him yet, but he is the godfather. He created without him. Again, we wouldn't be here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We had Ricky on the podcast. So uh, for anybody listening out there, if you haven't listened to our Ricky Rackman episode, you got to go back and do that. But he is a he is such a hustler. He is. I I, I can't imagine that he might forget that he posted something because he has got yes. so many yes, things going on all the time, all yeah, the time. And then they people think that he's the admin of the part of the group and they can run to him and say, oh, this person did this, this person that. But he he really doesn't put his input in too much with it. It's pretty much their group, our group, however you want sure. to say it. So, so final say I, is us. I, I, what, Rich, what surprised you most about being the admin for this group? You talked a little bit about, you know, sometimes there's negativity, but is this like more work than you thought it would be? Or is it less work? Is it more rewarding? Like, wh- how, do you, how do you feel about being an admin? It's a, I mean, it's a, a thankless job that you don't get paid for. Yeah. I mean, trust me, trust me, so you get a lot of podcast. You get a lot of negative, a lot of not a, yeah. I'm sorry, you get a lot of negative feedback. Why did you take this down? Why did you do this? Blah blah blah. It's like, oh my goodness. It's like before I do anything, I research everything before I decide to make moves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I can't think of any band bands that are not part of the band um, group. Newer bands are not allowed. We do let right. them sneak them in on Sundays. We have a special Sunday where you can post newer rock and pretty goes over pretty well. I can't say it's a bad thing. It exposes us to newer metal too, which is nice. But during the week, we try to keep it legit headbangers ball. I mean, it could be uh, George Sweet. I mean, George Lynch and Michael Sweet's new band. They are part of the original group, so that can be on there. Anything involved in the old headbangers can be allowed on this group. Yeah. It's... I, I'm kind of bummed to hear there is a lot of negativity. I was hoping that people like us who loved Headbangers Ball would be better behaved online. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. There's only a certain few. Yeah, there's only And the bands that bring out a lot in people, Metallica and Vince Neil, those jokes were so old and they are old and they just keep going with them. And we've had to, we've had to kick people out off the site for just being trashy. Yeah. yeah, we don't we don't want that. We want you to come here, reminisce, be safe and have fun. That's kind of how we are on the podcast. You know, like, um, you know, we don't we don't get into the negativity. We don't dive too deep into the criticism. Um, you know, obviously, Vince Neil is a perfect example. So much criticism of Vince Neil out there right now. And you know what? Like, we're super respectful of him as the lead singer of Molly Crew. And yeah. and we just saw him actually um, at the uh, at SoFi Stadium as part of the arena tour or the stadium tour last year. And he he did fine. Like he did fine. Um, I think like people do just tend to like jump on the bandwagon with some of this negative. Um, exactly. It's rhetoric. like it's, if you don't say anything negative, you're not a, ma- a macho metalhead, I guess. you got to follow the trend. It's like that's not our roles, you know. Respect it. They were the ones that we grew up with. I like to see 
half of these people at his age and all that still be up there like he was 20 again. Absolutely. You can't do it. He's been singing for years. How do you continue to keep having a stellar voice? You know, things happen, you know, but people just feel free to poke fun at everything. And it's just terrible. Yeah. That's kind of our attitude too, especially where the vocalists are concerned, because the vocalists are the ones that I think really get the most criticism. And, and you're right. Like as we age as human beings, things change. Like yeah. you, you don't sound the same as you did when you were 25. And, and quite frankly, most of these guys still sing better than I could right now. <laughs> so, exactly. All of them, even the worst singer sings better than I can because I can't sing. <laughs> so there you go. But, um, um well, speaking nope. of your members, you know, there's you have so many members who post comments and questions and photos and everything on this. You got feed. it. <laughs> so what do you love the most about your members and kind of the ongoing discussion about the music? Oh, man, I would I just love the fact that. It keeps growing every day. It's like more and more people. And I love to, again, I love the fact that people have a place to come back to to reminisce. And there's lots of people that just love it and just thank you so much for bring me aboard. I love this music and so on and so on. So I feel it's my duty just to keep doing what I do, make them happy. It's, well, you definitely have a very, very engaging page. Like people are definitely participating and posting things. And there's a lot of love for the page and for this music um, on, it, on your Facebook feed. It's a little everywhere. You get everything from poison to, I want to say, DSI. It's everything in between. I, again, the people that poke fun at poison do they realize how good of a band they really are they just laugh because of the way they look that's it so the next guy jumps on the band like laugh at them because they look funny you know but they're a talented bunch of guys mm-hmm. we All love it yeah we love we are constantly uh defending poison as well we love poison so much and we just did had tom bujor on our podcast, he was the co-author of Nothing But A Good Time, that uh, definitive history of 80s metal. And he he thinks Poison is one of the best bands out there, too. So it's and and why would you come to a fan group, you know, and, and post anything negative about any of these? Exactly. Bands? That's what we say. You, you came here and you're you're crashing this band. You signed up for this. Then, get you know, I mean, I don't understand people. Again, the, it comes with the macho image, you know. Some yeah. reason people are in it, they have to do this to not be macho, I guess. To be macho, I mean. I don't know. Yeah, everyone, let's just be positive. <laughs> yeah. I love everything in between, like I said, from poison to slayer. And if you know, I don't everything. I don't ever badmouth anything. That's just not the way I am. Yeah. Oh, well, I think that's good. I think that's a good philosophy as a as a group and admin. I look at this. If you don't like something, just move on. You don't have I to know. sit there. Oh, I'm going to be a tough guy and say, oh, poison sucks, you know? So, yeah, but that's been worn out. I'm, you know how many times we've seen that? Hundreds and hundreds. And it's just old. You know, yeah. I'm tired of those people just trashing things. It's like, I, we're here to have fun. That's it, fun. It's a good rule for social media in general. If You know, because, if you don't like something, just go to a different something else. Move yeah, it, it, and it works sometimes, I guess, but sometimes people still keep doing no matter. You know how many times we put up, announcements in the group saying stop this stop that it's it's funny you know people just just feel macho to do that good luck with that yeah exactly what what uh rich what's next for the facebook group are you guys planning anything to expand you know the group or expand content or or anything like that or are you just gonna kind of keep keep trucking as you are and and watch it grow and grow i would love to get to a million 
fans, mm. but that's going to take forever and ever and ever. We're only at 136,000, and that's quarter of a million people. We're one quarter of the way there, mm. but I don't really know if there's any goals. I think that just keep the page going. We had yeah. we did have a page two years ago, built up this high, got shut down by Facebook for what reasons I do not know. It was a Facebook thing. I do not know really what happened. Everybody was bumped. Like, what happened to the page? What happened to the page? And that again, Chad, Hannah, and Lyle put it back together again, and here we are again, two years hmm. later, hundred twenty-five thousand plus. Interesting. The love, the love is there. The love is there. Absolutely. Well, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful with everything you do. Certain songs you can't you can't post because Facebook is there to take it down. You know, it's crazy. Just weird things like that. Yeah. They look at stuff like Black Sabbath's "Killing Myself to Live." All of a sudden, Facebook is right there taking that down, not knowing that it's a song for Black Sabbath. Crazy stuff. Crazy rules that we got to abide by, too. Absolutely. Not just the listener. And yeah, kind of talking, talking about the music, too, like, what are your thoughts on the direction of what we kind of refer to as 80s metal? Like, where do you think this music is going? Like, do you think there's going to be a resurrection of it? Do you think it will just kind of, like wear itself out in the history books? Like, where do you think 80s metal will end up? And where's it at now? Right now? I, it's still going strong. It's still, it's still, I'm sorry, as long as we have the pioneers still out there, we still have Headbangers Ball. Um, and there are a lot of new groups that are out there, too, that fit the mold. Again, I can't think of any offhand that I listen to a lot of. I want to say there's a band called Kick and Valentina. They're pretty good. Um, there's a band called Avatar. They're really good. And and a bunch of bands. I don't know if you've listened to any of those bands, but they're pretty solid bands. But they could carry the torch. Avenged Sevenfold. All those bands can carry the torch into the next decade. Yeah. I don't see it ever. Do I see it dying out? No, not at all. As long as there's somebody that loves this music, they're going to keep making this music. And there's plenty of bands today that are still making 80s-style music. You just yeah, got to dig it up. We really liked Classless Act, who was uh, the opening band on that stadium tour last year. We thought they were doing a good job, and it was really nice to see young people playing this kind of music and hear the guitars and just, you know, yep. it was yep. super cool. Like I said, there's hundreds and thousands of those bands out there. You just got to dig around a little bit to find them. That's pretty much it. But, yep, I think we're still going in the right direction, upward. Cool. That's great. Great. Well, we're going to do a little bit of a lightning round with you, Rich. Tina and I are going to are going to kind of rotate back and forth and ask you some questions about 80s metal. We just want your first thought based on the question that we ask. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. <laughs> I feel like I'm on Jeopardy or one of those shows. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. But the good part is the wrong answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Let's roll. All right. Okay. Here we go. I'll start off. Better stadium tour headliner, Def Leppard or Motley Crue? Def Leppard. Okay. Okay. Is there a reason? No, Do you want to get one? Oh, you can get one if you want. No, go ahead. Okay. Um, best headbangers ball host, Ricky Rackman or Adam Curry? Ricky. Godfather. Yep. Uh, who do you think is the best female vocalist, Doro Pesh or Lita Ford? Ugh. I listen to more Alita. Going with Alita. Yeah. Dora holds her own, though. Mm -hmm. She sure does. For yep. sure. 
Okay, with regard to Skid Row, would you rather go back with Sebastian on vocals or forward with the new vocalist, Eric Ronwald? We're going forward with... He's great. Oh, did we lose you? Uh-oh, we're not hearing you anymore. Hey. You there? Oh, there you are. Oh. <laughs> As I was saying, forward with Skid Row all the way. People are forgetting one thing. The three main members of the band, which are still there, are the ones that wrote all those songs. And mm -hmm. without without them, there'd be no Skid Row. Sebastian can be replaced, and he was. And that guy's killing it. He's great. That guy is killing it. That yep, guy is killing, killing it. it. Yep. So to all those people that say no Sebastian, no Skid Row, give it a listen. It might change your mind. I agree. Okay. Which white? Great white, white snake, or white lion? Huh. Wow. <laughs> I like them all. Um, I'd go with the white lion. Ooh. Nice pick. I just I like their I like their tunes more. I don't know. They're just more rock to me. I don't yeah. no reason. <laughs> and Mike Tramp's really making kind of a resurgence right now and he's like re recording some songs and he's gonna go on tour. I'm kind of excited to see it. Yeah, I would love if he'd come by this area. So we don't a lot of people pass through Connecticut and I miss a lot of shows and it's it's aggravating. I don't want to drive two hours to go see a show. Yeah. Yeah. I hear Unless you. I really, really want to see it. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, the better crew vocalist, John Karabi or Vince Neil? You gotta go with Vince. I mean, the, the one album they did with John was awesome. Again, a lot of people hated it. They shouldn't have named it Motley Crew, which again, I agree. They should have made it a uh, a different name and just went on one deal thing and been out. Good album, great album. Another one. If you haven't listened to this album, give it a listen. You'll be surprised. John Karabi brings it. Mm -hmm. He does. John Karabi's. We had John Karabi on this uh, podcast as well. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. He's a fabulous lead vocalist. He Absolutely. is really good. All right. Best poison anthem. I want action or talk dirty to me. I want action. Um, talk dirty to me. That was classic. Classic. <laughs> They're both you, good. They're both good. Sang it. <laughs> How about both of them? Both. Oh, both okay. Good. It's a tie. It's a tie. <laughs> yes. I like those both equally. All right. How about what's the better 80s metal ballad? I Remember You by Skid Row or Heaven by Warrant? I'm going with Skid Row. I love right. that song. For you. Yeah, that's, yeah. Again, again, both good songs, but I'll lean to I Remember You. Wait, yeah. Well, Rich, this has been amazing. We've loved having you on the podcast. See, this was kind of painless, right? I mean, we're fun to talk to. It's a fun podcast. There's no hard questions. No, it was fun. It was a great time. I appreciate you taking your time. I hopefully it makes the cut and I can hear oh, this. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yes. We're going to, we, we can't wait to, uh, to, of course, we record these and then we'll release it. At right. Day. We can't wait to release this one because you're super fun. We love your <laughs> Facebook page. It's a great, uh, if you aren't members, all of you out there of the Headbangers Paul, Ball Facebook page, you've got to go follow that page because it's just like nonstop content about the music that we love. So definitely go out, yeah. become a member. Um, and this is kind of the part of the podcast where we have a call out to our listeners. Um, we want to know what you remember most about Headbangers Ball. What have you loved? the most about Headbangers Ball and how did you celebrate and, and how did you watch with your friends and how did you kind of like have your rituals around Headbangers Ball so definitely follow us and interact with us on our website www.892a.life 
on Instagram at A92A underscore life or check out our Facebook page, A92A, and of course the Headbangers Ball Facebook page as well. Rich, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me again. You're welcome. Have a great day, great afternoon. Great. Yeah. And in the meantime, keep grabbing those bangs and banging those heads, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Bye, everyone. Rock on.